Hello and welcome to the Horror Hour, the place we discuss, we debate, we disagree on all things horror. I'm one of the co-hosts here, Yutaka. Hello. And if you can't tell, I'm very Asian. Sorry, I'll get to that in a moment. Um, but today I'm I'm coming at you with, oh my God, get this, a solo review. I know it's been a hot minute. And I'm actually really excited to talk to you about a solo review because I've watched a ton of films. And this next one is one of them. It's called They Live in the Great. It comes out February 17th. It's a Shudder original. And you know how much here we fucking love Shudder. I know. And so I'm really excited. And They Live in the Great, it comes from directors Abel and Burley Vang, um, the Vang brothers. And it stars Michelle Kruzik and Ken Kirby. And let's kind of give you a little bit more of a synopsis. So the story follows Claire, who, while investigating a child abuse case, discovers that the family is being tormented by a supernatural entity. In order to save this family, she needs to face her own fears and use her emerging clairvoyance to defeat this entity. Now, I know what you're thinking. I know what you're, well, maybe not, but I'm going to go there. You're probably saying, wow, this sounds a little bit like Sixth Sense. Well, it's actually not. Uh, one of the great things about this film, and this is kind of where the Asian part comes in, you know, it's very rare, uh, because I can honestly not think in um, my 38 years, of um, an Asian-American-led horror film. And that's something that the Vang brothers wanted to, you know, put together. Um, there's a lot of great Asian horror out there. Typically, they're foreign films, which I do love. There's nothing wrong with that. But I would still like to see, you know, Asian Americans on our TV screens, on our movie screens, you know? And this is that, this is one of those films. And again, we don't get to see that that often. And you know what? If you can think of an Asian American-led horror film, please comment down below because I would love to see it. Um, really, I would. Um, so right out the gate, I'm going to tell you, I was a little emotional watching this because I always want to see myself represented on screen. And this was, this was one of those times. Um, so with that, I'm going to tell you the things I liked, the things I didn't like, and my overall score. All right. So first off, what did I like? Well, I love Michelle's performance. She knocks it out of the park. I mean, at the center of this story, it, well, it's grief. That is the main topic, I guess, of this movie. In fact, that's also another thing that I really love because... It is really about how we process grief, how we mourn the loss of a loved one, in this case, the loss of a child, and how we can, you know, overcome this grief. You know, something that in Asian culture, if you're unaware of, is that emotions or, well, showing emotions 
is rarely done, let alone sometimes are we even allowed to show our, you know, express our emotions and uh, process our grief openly. And I think over the past couple of years, you know, myself losing loved ones during the pandemic um, and not being able to, you know, share that grief with my other family members because I couldn't travel, that, that was that was rough. And, you know, this movie does a good job of showing what happens when we're, you know, uh, internalizing that grief and not letting it out, not addressing it. And this story does a good job with that. Now, granted, this is a slow burn of a film. And so some may be a little turned off by that, but I promise you, the journey is worth it. I really, really appreciated her character, Claire. And I loved what Michelle, um, well, she acted the house down in this one, okay? You know, I, I really feel that that was a knockout performance. And there's one scene in particular where towards the end, you'll know it when you see it, that when Claire just lets go, I'm not talking like the Phoenix lets go. I'm talking about just let's go. You'll love it. Um, it really hit me in the heart and I was so thankful for that. Uh, another thing that I really enjoyed, again, I love the relationship between Claire and her estranged husband, Peter, because he, the entire time he is just trying to break down this barrier she put up around herself so he can help her process this grief so they can grieve together and, over, you know, get past it. Now, I'm not saying it's easy to loot, you know, get over the loss of a child would know. Um, but I do know it's hard to get over the loss of a loved one. So I just going at that alone is hard. So I, I really loved that storytelling. Now, when it comes to the genre elements, I really liked that. I know, again, you're like, oh, it's kind of Sixth Sense, but this isn't about, um, she knows her ability. It's just accepting that and using that. And I loved that journey. What I, this is, <laughs> this is where I, we get to some parts that I didn't like about the film. I was not as a fan of the other family or the family that she is trying to help. And that's mainly, I thought some of the acting was wooden. And I, I think when you've got somebody like Michelle, who's just really giving it her all, I was kind of hoping to see that from the other family, you know, see them match that um, energy. And I just didn't feel like it was there. Uh, I did, one of the other things, you know, yes, I, I get we're trying to understand, you know, this is her job, this is why she needs to do it, but honestly, the office element, we could have taken that out. That's just for me. I thought that, you know, this is already a slow burn, so let's kind of eliminate some of the stuff that I don't, or sorry, not that I, but I, I just didn't feel it was needed. You know, I, I don't think it kind of pushed the story forward because it was already really implied in my opinion. Um, and then the, well, I did forget to mention one thing that I did like, there's a twist and it's not a twist that I was expecting, but I loved. Um, so just be on the lookout for that. Um, a couple, and 
But back to one of the other things I didn't like in terms of the genre elements, I really, you know, they were introducing quite a bit of supernatural elements, or you could even say ghosts. I was hoping for a little bit more resolution with that, and we just didn't get that. But that's okay, I guess, because really the story wasn't about them. It was about her. It was about Claire and her journey. And my God, I still really, really loved it. If I were to give this a score overall, I would give this a seven and a half out of 10. I really did like it. I think, sure, I probably connected with it more because of the, you know, being an Asian, Asian American, and kind of being proud to see this represented, but also to see some aspects of that culture put into this horror film. Well, it definitely, you know, kind of, it hit me in the heart. Um, but that's not to say that this wasn't a really good story. Again, it's a slow burn. That may not be for everyone. But as I said before, this journey is worth it. And I'm thankful that Shudder, you know, really works on championing, you know, just representation in general. You know, I always say they've got a queer section 24-7, don't drop your ass like every other corporation does when Pride's over, you know, come July 1st. So Shudder's just really out there just giving us some really great independent horror. And I can't wait to see what the Vang brothers do next. <laughs> they hinted at a sequel and I would be here for it. Just saying, would be here for it. So you know what? Comment down below if you've seen it. Let me know what you thought. And uh, hey, if you know of any other Asian American led horror films, please, by all means, let me know. Now, as I say that, I can think of maybe, okay, like Hatchet 2 and 3, but he really wasn't the lead. It was more of a gag that his care, a character that looked like him kept coming back. But I still do like Perry Shen, so just saying. But really, seriously, comment down below. Hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, hit that notification icon so you know every time we drop some new content because we we will be. We've got more reviews coming because, I mean, seriously, I've watched a lot of shit. Not that this was shit, but you know what I mean. We watch a lot of horror films and we may have a new member coming. Oh, who knows? But again, hey, thanks for stopping by. I really appreciate it. And till next time. Bye. <laughs> Hi, how are you guys today? Oh, we're doing good. Yeah, How are you? yeah, doing really good. Pretty good. Well, first off, my name's Yutaka Tamanaha. I'm with the Horror Hour. Um, and I mean, first off, when I read the press release, I just have to also say how much it means to me um, as an Asian American, as I'm sure you're probably hearing a bunch today, but the fact that you made a project with an Asian American lead. So I'd like to know the story behind uh, the thought process. Yeah, you know, yeah. like... For us, you know, um, um, I mean, just being in this industry and being, you know, Asian, Asian American, um, um, it, you know, <laughs> it's been difficult, you know. And so for us, we're like, you know, if it's that hard on us as directors and mm -hmm. on, you know, uh, actors and actresses, then um, the only way to change this industry is to really just, you know, trust your gut and uh, and go make that change and to wait, wait on it. Yeah, it's. I think it's it's incumbent upon us to be that change um then to just oh you know point the fingers at what's wrong with the industry and hopefully someone will come and do it you know if, if you you can do it um and you have the you know trust your your guts trust your instincts and just go you know go for broke mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And then we were, you know, like, you know, throughout, you know, the few years before this film was made, you know, mm -hmm. we had been pitching it based on the script and, uh, you know, every time somebody would come on board, you know, a, a studio company would say, hey, you know, we want to make the movie, you know, we like the story, the script, you know, uh, who do you guys see as, you know, the lead? And the moment we said, oh, we want Asian American actors, that was when they said, oh, you know what, we are not going to do it. Or is there any way you guys can like reconsider, reconsider and, you know, make the, the, the leading character white and maybe mm -hmm. make, you know, a, 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 the supporting actor or actress, you know, um, Asian. And for us, we always said, no, you know, we would want, rather walk away from the money, you know, from the financing and just say, hey, you know, we're going to hold on to this. If we, you know, if we don't trust in ourselves, you know, then um, who is going to actually, you know, like uh, champion us, you know, and what we stand for. And so yeah. for us, it was, you know, just several years of just, you know, um, but we're kind of glad that happened because it gave us a lot of years to actually work the script and rework the script and rework the script. And we went and did it on a completely shoestring of a budget. And, and we're so glad that that the process happened this way because it really helped us, you know, to to uh, be as creative as we, we can. You know, like when you're when you're so limited, I think that's when you uh, you tend to be the most creative in everything <laughs> that you do. And so it, it was such a delight to be able to bring so many, you know, different folks uh, mm -hmm. from all walks of life to, you know, to join us on this journey to, to creating this piece of work. I um, mean, working with Michelle and, and Ken has been, you know, such a mm -hmm. such a wonderful blessing. And I mean, those two are so talented and, and we, mm -hmm. you know, like for us, you know, looking into the future, we, we want to continue, you know, hopefully making horror films too. And hopefully, you know, championing, you know, you know, Asian Americans, both, you know, on the screen and behind the screen, you know, we, um, we had, uh, our, oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just saying that makes my heart swell. I mean, it's, <laughs> I am, you know, gosh, I grew up in the eighties and nineties and just, you know, I always wanted to see myself represented growing up on screen. And usually, yes, we were the side character or, well, honestly, I, there's many great horror films, but let's be honest, when I look back, during that age or during that era, it was a lot of, you know, white, predominantly white cast. Nothing, I mean, I guess wrong with that in a sense, but I, I never saw me. So you guys making this, and I'm so glad you held out and, and made this project because you guys got me, well, one, you scared me. Two, you got me freaking emotional. And three, you put Michelle through hell. Yeah, we did. Yeah. 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 We dragged her to hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This should have been called Drag Me to Hell too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, I think as filmmakers, I think that's great uh, to um, back your cause. And I think it's it's sad it's 2022 and we're we're just now seeing this because I mean, even last year, I would say um, we had a lot of Asian-led projects um, dominate the box office, which was great to see, but I am truly happy that you guys made a horror film with Asian-American leads. Um, and I'm also happy that you guys told, told this tale, and I'd like to know how it came about to creating this story. Yeah, you yeah, know, uh, the um, story comes from a, a very, you know, personal place you know um yeah and a lot of it's inspired by you know what our, our mother went through you know we actually have like a third brother and he passed away after you know shortly after birth and uh my my mom took years to just sort of get over 
uh, his, his his passing, you know, and and we actually didn't know we had a a a third brother um, up until one day where um, we were both kids, very very young, um, and we found this Polaroid uh, picture of of this baby uh, in in my our my mom's dresser, and and we asked him like, what who who is this? And you know they told us then, but it was almost like never talked about, and it wasn't you, you know it's almost like in like. It's always expected, like in, in in many Asian families, you know, you don't talk about grief, you don't talk about a lot of these things, right? Yeah. And so, and so that's what you know. And so for us, we wrote from that place, you know. Yeah. Uh-huh. So a lot of what Michelle embodies in her character is sort of something what we... what, what our family as a whole, my mother, us, you know, uh, our our dad, you know. Um, I mean, what we sort of went through all those years, and and we really we just sort of like, you know, um, we were able to talk about it just you know within i think the last three years yeah yeah i mean three four years maybe five years at most but we finally talked about it that's that's crazy right not not only that but but um (laughs) i mean his his name is tom and he was only a year younger than me and i'm i'm turning what 38 this year i'm turning 40 and so and and so um when when i remember just a few years ago like three years ago we finally our whole family and for the first time seeing my parents go to his gravestone like after like 30 plus years to com- finally confront it and, and finally let this grief, this burden, you know, just, you know, get, be lifted off of our shoulders, especially from our mother. Um, what you also find in the movie is, uh, you know, a lot of times Michelle is actually wearing, she's wearing the clothes uh, of our, from our mom uh, that she had during this time. So like my, my mom likes to hoard everything. <laughs> so <laughs> we literally went through her closet and like, got all like her her dresses her shirts her blouses whatever it was that she had from like the 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 80s and 90s and and it, it fit Michelle perfectly so uh we yeah we brought it to set and and yeah a lot of what you see her uh wearing is uh are clothes <coughs> straight off straight out of our mom's closet yeah guys are gonna make me tear up over this I mean wow um Trying to think of where to go to. No, this is great. I mean, I truly felt like uh, watching this, I loved seeing the story unfold because there were definitely a couple of twists. But I think one of the biggest things about this is how to process grief. And I think you just answered where that came from because that was, I mean, that to me felt like, wow. And <laughs> As you had mentioned with Asian families, yeah, we don't we don't talk about that. Um, you know, recently, you know, with COVID, and I had uh, my grandparents pass, and my my dad was just like, "Oh, it was a simple text." I go, but that's kind of the that's how it is. So it's very wow, um, impressive that uh, this was able to be told. I guess my next question then. Um, I want to kind of break down, actually, there's a scene um, that is just so powerful. And it's really when uh, Michelle is screaming in the car and just finally lets go. I want, I want to ask like what that was on set, because that to me, I was just, I was kind of like hooting and hollering. I'm like, it's about time. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we, we shot that. That was the, the, the final scene before we, we had a, we took a, a small break because we shot through. Uh, the fourth of july weekend mm-hmm. and so it was it was the, the the shot right before we were going to break for that that whole the whole week actually 
And, and, you know, it was, you know, we told Michelle, like, this is the moment, you know, before you, you know, like you, before making that decision to confronting your Dean, it's because as hard as you've tried all these years to, to bottle it, it's not working now. And, and this is the moment where you just have to let go um, and, and really express how you feel. And I remember she just went berserk. I, I, I didn't, I didn't, ex I didn't, I didn't think she was going <laughs> yeah. to be like, I think she, she hit the steering wheel so hard, so that, I hard she, that like her, I think her, her hands or her wrists were bruised for like yeah, several it, days. Yeah. I, th yeah. I think she yes. may have gone to the hospital for that too. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, yeah that I was a very hard steering wheel. <laughs> and, and, and that was all her, you know, like we gave her the context and she, she went berserk and, I mean, and it's the you know in the story it's almost like it's the moment where she has failed at everything right that she hasn't tried to uphold but yet though for the audience it's the moment where she is finally seeing a glimpse of victory yeah you know and so um it's an interesting um pivotal moment for her character and uh for us you know writing that 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 that, that scene uh we knew that that was going to be we needed someone like michelle to really perform that moment yeah, and, uh, and she brought her A game, and she was fantastic. Yeah, and, and going back to you know, like being being Asian, Asian American, and 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 just growing up, you know, in in a culture where, you know, maybe a lot of things are suppressed. You know, you're not mm -hmm. you you don't like express so much. I think that's a moment where she she finally, you know, breaks out of that that eggshell, and it's just like you know, I don't give a damn anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think so, what's, you know, what's interesting with, with this scene and you know, just the movie in, in general is that, you know, like, if you really look at it, we don't actually really look at or explore anything uh, um, overtly Asian American, right, or Asian, you know, uh, you could really remove the, the, the couple and, and put in another couple that's not Asian and the film is not work, you know, uh, but I think, you know, what's really Asian American about this is, is, is just that, you know, the, the quiet refusal to to talk about these things. And yeah. so I think for us, you know, we, we wanted that to work subconsciously in the film. <laughs> it, it did, I mean, it really did. And her performance was outstanding. I've been um, following her work for quite some time. I'm a big fan of the actress. So um, that was the other part when I saw that in the press release, I'm like, I need to see this. I need to see it now. Now, and like I said, you guys wrecked me over this because I watched it several times just to make sure I was like, okay, well, um, and so I guess I'd also like to start then one of the other questions I had is the opening was just so jarring. <laughs> I, whose thought was just to go straight into it with something like that? Well, I, I, I think for us, you know, like we we knew we wanted to to start the film uh, off with something very uh, emotional and hard, emotional, shocking. Uh, because we knew that this may be a, a slow burn of a film. Mm -hmm. so as filmmakers, we want it like, you know, within the first five minutes, you got to like pull your, your, your audience in and then you could take them for a, a, you know, a slower ride afterwards. And so I think for us, yeah. that's what we. Yeah. And maybe, maybe it's just, you know, like it's the fact that, you know, folks could, are streaming now and audiences have complete control over, you know, which parts they can watch and, and, and when to swipe up or left or whatever. <laughs> yeah. you know, it's almost like you, 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 you have to be very surgical with how you create movies now. And so for us, you know, um, I think starting off the movie, you know, very, very emotional, <clears throat> um, a very, very shocking is, uh, you know, I, I think it's a good way to keep audiences uh, wanting to see, okay, why this, why is she like this? Why, why did she, you know, try to do this in the beginning. Let's 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 try to find out. Yeah. And the thing is that we wanted to start Michelle's uh, character from the lowest place possible. Mm -hmm. 
because of the, you know the, the story is about her journey moving towards the light and so yeah. for us like how do we start her from hell make her yeah. work for it you know yeah yeah and so yeah. That, that's that's <laughs> that's where that, that was why you know we we chose that yeah as the beginning you know because we had we had you know that you know different beginnings actually we did and, and yeah, that was the did. one that we settled we on yeah so i i mean it it hooked me um for my final question then just you know i know what i took out of this film but what do you hope um the audience takes away from this uh film um <laughs> i guess it depends on what, what which audience we're we're, we're talking <laughs> yeah to, you know yeah um, yeah uh, the general audience you know uh we hope that you know um uh the film um isn't is able to you know give them a a moving dramatic story mm -hmm. that is you know presented as a horror film and yeah. that they don't think about the horror aspects of it as you know the as you know what is making the film work but really the the, the emotional core of the story itself yeah and, and i think for our asian american audience you know that we for me you know i i think i can speak for the both of us we just want folks to see like hey you know they're uh, you know other asian american stories that could be told you know i, I mean it's it's great that we have our you know our minaris and our farewells mm -hmm. and, and those are fantastic films yes. Yes. Our, trees, but um, but like in, within the genre of horror thriller you know like I mean, when was the last time you saw an asian american <laughs> horror led film you know <laughs> i, I honestly film. try to think of one i couldn't and it, <laughs> it breaks me a little <laughs> yeah. um so that's why the, it was very important for me one to want to see this want to be able to speak with you and just champion this because I think it's a great film. And again, I, I hate watching films that make me tear up, but you guys did a number on me and then just hearing about it is also cool. I'm going to take a moment. Um, but I really just want to say thank you again for the time to get to speak with you, the pleasure to watch your film. And I just hope you guys have a good rest of your day. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Same, same, same to you too. <laughs> thank you so much. Hi, how are you today? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for, for having me. Uh, well, uh, thank you for taking the time to talk with me. I've watched this movie a couple times now and um, a couple things. One, it, it terrifies me. Uh, two, it emotionally gutted me. Um, and the last part would be as an Asian American, I love that the, um, the Vang brothers are doing this and I love that you were cast in this. And so I'd like to know how you feel about, um, I believe this is your first lead in a horror film. Yeah. How was that? Yeah, it's great because, uh, well, ironically, I can't watch horror films. My <laughs> imagination gets too spun, you know, into that world. And so when I come home at night, I was sudden, I'm in my reality, which is that I'm terrified. <laughs> so um, this one struck me because I, I did really appreciate the Vang brothers journey and I really wanted to support them. But I thought the heart of the story is about grief and, and family uh, loss and that affects me. And I, I was thinking to myself, <laughs> hopefully I can get through these interviews without having to talk about her loss because I, I, I'm too sensitive to the subject matter. But losing a, loved, a child for a parent is so devastating. And that's for me was, I was interested in, in that complexity. I mean, your character, uh, and I asked him, I was like, they, well, they put you through the ringer in this one. Claire goes through so much. And I think that, um, I think in obviously, uh, well, Asian culture, at least just for mine as well, it, we don't get to, we don't talk about grief enough and we don't um, open up 
and ask for help. And so I, I'm curious then just in portraying this role, um, did you take anything away from that and learning from your character? Yeah, I thought that with the way I uh, try to approach the work when it when it becomes available and for me having a full role like this allows me to really dive deeply that for me the film was a ritual of how does one get past emotional limbo of loss and how do you uh, go through that journey and come out the other side having been changed by it so that was my big question overall and the obstacle of not being able to let go, especially it's her son. Um, mm -hmm. that, that for me is uh, having experienced some lo the loss of my father during that time, he, he had been fairly recent. Um, it, that was a question I was having. So learning what the answer to that question was, was part of the performance, I think. Uh, it felt um, raw and real. I mean, it was, uh, it, I certainly don't tear up that much at films in general, but this one certainly did uh, get to me because I think especially, you know, your character, it's also, I think, a journey of mental health as well. And I think, you know, the past couple of years, we've all been on that. And so it was, um, it like the opening was very just sudden, but I would love to know, um, my my favorite scene though, is uh, when you're in the car and you just let go, how that scene was for you. Well, I did hurt my hand in that scene. <laughs> I got to, you know, I think, especially having come out of the pandemic where hopefully we're coming out of it now. Mm -hmm. um, what I was tapping into, and it was basically that this movie started to open that up for me was the the, the intersectionality of grief and rage. And I thought that moment that you just described was that moment that there is so much rage and anger underneath loss. And to be able to express it in that moment, I thought is, you know, that's an actor's dream to be able to tap into such deep emotions. And I think in the in a way, this film gave me permission to feel all the things as an Asian American, that I, I'm not given permission to feel in our culture, because we have yeah. to be so together and we have to overcome our our obstacles and and oftentimes they're not given permission to even accept that they they are real obstacles so i think a lot of that was coming into play for that moment that gonna make me tear up that really speaks um just a lot yes it, um just in the past couple of years i completely understand that um and i think another great thing about this film though is just seeing how Claire, or, you know, she's very closed off. And I do enjoy seeing the journey with Peter trying to, you know, break down those barriers and reform that relationship. And how is that with, um, just with Ken and those scenes? Yeah, well, poor Ken. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's married to an intense uh, woman and well, I think the way I experienced it was Ken was very cut off to his own grief and that he's trying to move on and maybe he has moved on, but I really doubted the depth of his ability to move on. Mm -hmm. Maybe maybe in that moment he's doing it. 
you know, I mean, I guess I can't really speak to, to how he perceived his character, but my interpretation was that he wasn't connected to what he was really feeling and that he was having his own, um, his own version of, of grief was to put on a, a mask and a facade that everything was okay. Well, and I think that kind of speaks to um, the Asian culture because we're not allowed really to show that emotion. Um, I, I remember when my grandfather passed and my dad had to keep a very stoic, you know, attitude and face and couldn't show that I know he was experiencing, uh, you know, loss, but that's just part of our culture. And so I really enjoyed um, this film kind of opening up and showing that because it, it is a struggle um, for yeah. us. Yeah, I really felt the film was a metaphor for, for those combined experiences that she is not allowed uh, through her own, you know, cultural experience, not allowed to express herself. And now she's in a private experience that doesn't allow her to express herself, which is where her superpower comes in, right? <laughs> right. Well, and that's that actually leads into another question. Um, you know, sometimes we may be given gifts and we're just not sure how to use them. So... I would be curious, you know, if you were given a superpower, how would you utilize? Because this technically is a superpower. Uh, she didn't realize it at first, but right. I think in the end. Yeah, I think that the the interesting aspect of her ability to tap into the paranormal is a metaphor for our own strengths, which are also weaknesses, right? Mm -hmm. is that is that she feels too much, really, when you think about it in terms of uh, her psychic connection, she can feel too much, she can see too much. And that becomes so terrifying for her. But once she learns to use it and, and embrace it, which is where, she, where her journey ends, but also then begins, if we have a I know the Vangs were like, this is the sequel for her becoming <laughs> like a superhero, which I thought was a great, interesting premise. Um, that for me, the that journey to how she embraces that cognition of, of, oh my gosh, my weakness is now my strength. And I think that's true for all of us. Yeah. And I, I would be down to see a sequel, honestly. Um, you know, I, and I, again, I can't champion them enough for just giving you this role and for you to really just, you seem like you absorbed it and just really were putting on one of my favorite performances. And I've been following you since I would say when um, Saving Face came out that, you know, as an Asian American, as a queer Asian American, you know, seeing that I don't often get to see myself represented on screen. And so it's just been very happy to see your career as it's continued. And then just now to see you in a horror film as a horror buff, it's just one of my favorite things. Oh, thank you. Thank you. That's great. Yeah, I feel like the change has been very slow, but I do yes. feel like it, it's, 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 um, you know, it, it feels more solid. And I spent a big part of my career talking about change, but never really feeling that the ground was sturdy. Mm -hmm. but I do feel that the needle has changed. And I feel like there's now enough creatives and filmmakers and people like you who are helping that media get translated to the larger public to really say check out the story because you know at the end of the day you're the one who's who is saying you're you're on the platform and the loudspeaker. oh yeah yeah 
And honestly, this past year, I would say um, just Asian filmmaking, Asians in general and media has really thankfully been on the rise, even though sadly, there's also been a lot of just Asian American hate. And so it's, it's nice to see that there's this positive aspect so we can, you know, hopefully for change, make everything better. But I, I'm, I'm hoping we see something move further because there's just so much um, untapped talent out there. And I think there are stories that, you know, I myself would love to hear and I think others would enjoy to see. Yeah, I agree, I agree. And I think the only way to keep forging ahead is by amassing our power. And I think that's a big part of the, the story is that she keeps finding her power in spite of it all. And, you know, given how much, um, you know, hate there has been directed towards us, it's, you know, I, I basically try and dig my heels in and try to overcome those apparent obstacles and, you know, remind myself that this is the path we're on and to keep championing our community. Just, that just, sorry. <laughs> I have one well, final I'm question. Be, I'm gonna be crying. I am, I mean, that it, it is. Um, so my final question would just be, what do you hope uh, people get from this experience from viewing this film? Well, what's so great about genre films is that hopefully you're entertained in the process of having some subconscious message, right? So you and I have been talking about the subconscious themes, mm -hmm. API. Those are things that are within our experience that we're bringing to the table. The film obviously isn't just about that. Correct. It's, but it's such a... It's such a part of the narrative, the fact that I was cast in it, that I bring that to the storyline without having to comment on it. Mm -hmm. But the the entertaining part of the film is that it's a horror, and I think the Vangs delivered on that. Yes, they did. And, um, you know, my job was to just be in the character. They, they're the ones that made all this spookiness happen. <laughs> um, I still can't watch horror films, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just, again, I want to say thank you for taking the time to speak with me. And again, it's just been an honor, and I wish you the best of your day. Thank you so much. And thanks for being such a, a supporter and a fan. I really appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> nice to meet you. You have been listening to the Horror Hour. See you next time.